Jack Ellis, my good friend. A new episode of the show. A great episode of the show. For the friends of the show. How are we? June, it's been a wet, horrible day. You've brightened it up. You've been a little sun getting out to see you this uh, evening. Well, when I'm, you say I'm... sun, my, my butt's wet, my legs are wet, my top's wet, everything's wet. So I'm more like the uh, the damp cloud raining over your uh, house at the moment. So yeah, that's, a, that's a bad metaphor steamy, to use. Steamy, mate. You're I mean, more like a steamy sun at the <laughs> steamy moment. Steamy, you know? You've got a bit of moisture inside you. But yeah. I'll take steamy sun any day, you know? Yeah, it's humid. It's like I'm a, on a tropical holiday in Thailand or the Philippines or somewhere, John. Absolutely beautiful. Well, so, you know, Jake, we, we had ourselves some fun this last weekend. As always. As always, of course. We had some, we had some quite... Interesting things that we had to attend this weekend. I shouldn't say had to attend. We lovingly attended. Now, we had a friend of the show's birthday event at their house, I I might add. Beautifully done. Very well done. I was worried about squishiness, but it wasn't too squishy. So, this this house is probably, I don't know, it's a single bedroom, there's a study, and there's a, it's sort of like, it's sort of like a single bedroom apartment. That's what size. And they fitted in... uh, 30-odd people, I would say. Well, Very to, comfortably as well. To be fair, well. though, John, you were, you, you were hanging out in an area which is probably best designed for about three people. With the balcony. Least, the balcony. About 13 people. Well, I had to, to socialise with a few people, have some discussions, you know, all that sort of stuff. Orchestrate having drinks and shots and banter. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have to be in a confined space so I can get to the people. I talked to new people, you know. No, I didn't do that. I didn't worry. Oh, actually, I talked to one guy. Very nice guy. Friend of the show now. And uh, I gave him my uh, Facebook details, so hopefully we'll hear from him soon. Hopefully he'll be, hopefully he'll be on the pod soon. You know, that's all. Oh, so that's what we can hope. But it was a good little evening, John. Great, um, great evening. Yes. And uh, th- then the next day, caught up with you a bit later. But before that, you were in a little get together for your family. Yeah, it was my uncle's fiftieth, and it was a little great event. We had you know all these friends around, the mm-hmm. family is around, catered. I ate so much food, it was disgusting. They even brought me some food back when you yeah. saw me as well. So. And didn't that get shoveled out? <laughs> <coughs> but I guess sometimes you get that. It was a catered event, right? And mm. I, I was pointed out as like the uh, the, the vegan person. A bit, mm-hmm. of, a bit of like pointed out a bit like the leper. Well, you have to be when you're a but vegan. Thankfully, thankfully, it was very well catered. Yeah. And it can go both... I reckon it goes either one or two ways when you're like, you know, the odd one out dietary okay. wise. You either treated with total disrespect and it avoided and So what are you talking, like carrots and cucumber handed to you? Yeah, or they just say, oh, we don't have much for mm-hmm. you. And yeah, they give you that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. When they walk around, they just deliberately avoid you. Thankfully, this was a very lovely catering lady. Mm-hmm. And she, was, she must have been informed in advance by my lovely family. Mm-hmm. And I was prepared. And it was a total opposite, John. You'd love it. Not only do they bring around, like, they bring around maybe a tray of sushi for everyone. Mm-hmm. What do I get? A plate of sushi for myself. <laughs> so everyone else is, uh, you know, playing checkers with about two pieces of uh, and you've sushi. You've got the checkmate. Oh, I've, got the che- I've got the checkmate. I've got a whole chessboard of uh, sushi pieces on my plate. So it's always a positive when uh, that happens. Well, it's good to and know you're taken care yeah. of. It's always good when, uh, you know, the drinks are free as well. Of course. My, my little cousin had a, a few too many. Oh, I know. I I, I did uh, see this and I did hear about it as well. Now, um, so afterwards, you actually came and hung out with a few friends of the show and myself. And you were talking a lot of shit about your cousin. And just as... So we live near each other now. And so we were going to catch yep. an Uber together. Now, 
when we engaged you, me and a few friends of the show, to see if you were ready to go home, you dribbled all over yourself, Jake. After you allegedly. were making... Man, allegedly. you were making lots of fun of your cousin about how smashed he was. But I, I think but he was you've snoring, got to address he this, He was Jake. snoring hours ago, Jordan. This was, you were just resting your eyes. This is real dog hour sort of stuff. And sometimes, you know, when the... When you're in the dog hours, you get that bit of dog slobber on you, like a, like a true bulldog. Just, just you, you move your face and just... <laughs> Things happen to good people, don't they? Uh, I will say, though, it was I think it was poetic justice after all the shit you talk. Because you're not a big shit talker, I must say. You're very targeted in your shit talking. And it was one of these times where you, you're pummeling this guy, and it all came back to get you at the end. Which, you know, poetic justice. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Allegedly, I Allegedly. Oh, I still challenge all this stuff. I don't know. I don't believe you. Well, I, I can get some um, <laughs> auditory uh, confirmations yeah. in the next few days, if, if need be, on this one. <laughs> oh, but that's all right. But I, other than that, I, what else happened? That was about it on the weekend. We'd... I thought I outsmarted the postal system what last happened? week, Jordan. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, I couldn't be bothered going out to the shops to mm-hmm. buy some beer. And I'm like, well, I, 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 don't, I did a bit of maths in my head. I'm like, well, if I drink two beers a day and I've got 12 beers in the fridge, I'll mm-hmm. be fine until the this delivery point, which they're saying is going to be the Friday. That's the beer maths in fine. action. Beautiful <laughs> stuff. It's the type of stuff they should teach kids, you know, if, if beers per day is 2x. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, I, I thought about Smart of the System, going to work on uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And would you believe it? Australia Post were ahead of schedule, Jordan. Mm-hmm. This is unheard of stuff. Never heard of it myself. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, to be raining at home Friday and then them tell me, oh, you know, the delivery's coming in Monday. Maybe yeah. it's coming in Tuesday. Absolutely. But I get there at work at, and and they tell me, oh, at about 10 a.m. Thursday morning, mm. we couldn't make the delivery. You weren't home. I didn't outsmart the system. Now I have to go chump and go further away from where I would have gone to the shops mm-hmm. to like an even further away destination to pick it up. And worse off, I had two packages with me to come that Friday. Mm. One of them's delivered to one uh, postal center and the other one's delivered to another post office. Now, hang on, hang on. So now that you're in Port Melbourne, there's a very close uh, post office depot, essentially, just near the bunnies. One thing was at the depot, yeah. and one thing was at the uh, post office on Bay Street. Oh, really? Okay. That's very strange. So I've lived here, obviously, as you know, many years. Never on Bay Street post office. I've never had to go there before. And both orders were on the same day by Australia Post, so I could only assume it was the same delivery person who's mm. done it. You were just... Does this make any sense? Have, have they have they tried, worked out I was trying to outsmart them... So not only are they going to, you know, mug me off, but they're going to mug me off big by saying, you can't, outsmost, uh, uh, you can't outsmart the post office now. Well, this guy, he's probably sitting in his delivery truck and he's seen package one, Jake Ellis, package two, Jake yeah. Ellis. And you know what he's thought? Fuck Jake Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> and he's thrown one to the front and one to the back and we'll see where they go. Yeah, because one was, one was like, you know, interesting uh, stuff, a.k.a. beer. Mm. And the other one was a bit more boring stuff, like a coffee pot. Okay. I reckon maybe the depot is where, like, he's based. And he's thinking, well, if he doesn't come back in a second... Nah, no, nah, they're not that smart. They're not that smart. They're not plotting. Because <laughs> there's a whole bureaucratic chain of people that want the items that are not collected, of course. Because imagine how high priority a slab of beer would be. People would be like, well... I brought it in. It's mine. Well, I'm the manager. It's mine. I handled the goods. It's mine. Lots of claims. 
It was when I did get the package, it was in very good condition, and mm-hmm. it made me think as well. Do you reckon like certain packages are treated better just because the person delivering it respects it more? So this is one thing I've always thought about. So like on uh, some packages, they have that fragile tape. Yeah. And I swear, whenever I see fragile tape, the box is always dented or scratched or something. Like there's visual evidence <laughs> of it not being treated as fragile. I reckon. So I've always wondered. I reckon that- the fragile tape to a postie mm. is like a uh, is like an O bike to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> They're like throw it in the river. Yes, yeah, so get just it down. Kick it down. <laughs> but on your on on your question, essentially. Are there different people that treat it differently? Yes, I would say. Well, I reckon, like, I reckon maybe even myself, right? Mm-hmm. I like surfing. Mm-hmm. I've got a surfboard. If I was a posty and I saw a surfboard, I'd treat it delicately. But hang on, I understand. these gifts, though, or these packages, you don't usually know what they are. I understand surfboard's a bit of a different... It's pretty... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's identifiable, yeah, let's say. Yeah. But, you know, if you're talking small, especially like a, a well, slab of beer... Well, this wasn't even wrapped. This wasn't even wrapped. Wasn't it? It's just That's strange, the, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, my first time trying to outsmart the post office. <laughs> so this sounds like it's come through a courier service. By the way, you sure it wasn't a a courier? It was that straight did from the brewery yeah. to uh, Australia Post. Mm. Somehow ordered via Amazon, but like it was delivered straight from CUB to Australia Post to the place I'm staying. Back out to the away from the place I'm staying. You know what you should be doing? You should walk down to the fucking store. And buy your drinks. I should. I thought I'd outsmart the system, but not today. No, <laughs> not today. No, but I reckon, back to my point with the yeah. surfboard. I reckon I would treat the surfboard more delicate than you were, as of my fellow posting. Well, no, because I, I, I respect say, the vitamin more, and I feel like other people might not know how delicate they can be at times. But I think the example. I will just have one exception with you're using the example where it's something that is super identifiable. There are not many things that are large. And, you know, flat and such. Okay, it's- then. Okay, how about this then? You get, you've got two packages. Okay. One is a slab of beer, and you can see it. They've okay. just slapped the sticker on the cardboard mm-hmm. box. The other is a, a similar-sized package, mm-hmm. and you can hear it's got little other boxes inside it. And in big font on the box, it says Beacon Lighting. So you can assume it's lights in it. Okay, all right. I reckon I would treat the beer more delicate than I would the uh, lights. Now, see, I would not do that, but I can understand not where you're coming from. Not treat the lights badly, but I <laughs> feel like I'd... smash. I'd just, be, I'd just be, you know, I'd just be moving around at, like, normal speed. But I reckon I'd be more delicate with the beer. Okay. I don't know if it's subconsciously I respect the beer more, or understand it's liquid inside. I'd... This is a real 21st century. But also filaments <laughs> and, you know, LED lights and be, you know, pretty... Uh, you know, uh, dainty as well. No, this is the most 21st century thing I've ever heard. I respect the beer more than I respect the light. Mm. <laughs> we'll take out all the light globes from your house, Jake, and we'll, we'll have to go down to the lighting store after a few days of you just sitting in the dark. Imagine... What about what about that? You, you're a post office guy. You're, you're sorting everything. And you treat the beer really well. You don't treat the lights really well. Guess what happens? They're actually both your packages. <laughs> So you've got no lights for your house, but you got a good slab of beer. A real cats in the cradle kind of thing. <laughs> and the lights were just for me. <laughs> but uh, I, I will say, I think I spoke about this on a, a previous episode as well. There are some couriers and postal services, absolutely terrible. The one I always want to highlight is Fastway Couriers. Oh. 
<laughs> you have a vendetta against Fast I have Curious. no because I it was really like put to the forefront of my I mind I reckon if Fast and Curious offered us a thousand dollars to sponsor the podcast no, 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 you, no. you would not want to take the money no no so there was this TikTok I saw like years ago and it was like it was showing how uh, delivery people handle your packages for various postal services and so it was like Australia Post just like put down normally and then there was all these other ones and then Fastway Couriers comes down and the guy throws it on the ground and he just starts stamping on the package and then he just looks at the camera he smiles and he walks off and I'm like that's what they that's what they're fucking like do you reckon they hire like you know the quarterbacks not good enough to make the uh, NFL nah, it's, out it's Gronk's friends they're just oh. fucking spiking all the time <laughs> It's just Gronk's brothers who couldn't make the EA, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, look, we've all got our uh, individual uh, package issue experiences, and we'd love to hear from the friends of the show about this, because I think this is more of a widespread problem than people actually realise. That terrible delivery experiences and such... Because even now, I know Australia Post, what they do is, they'll text you on the morning before, and they'll say, is it okay if we leave it out the front, or something like that. So you didn't get anything like that? Uh, no. Actually, I did, yes. But I got it at 9.30am when I was at the office at, like, 8.30. So it was too late. It was, it was been done yet. You've done, you've been done. I've been nutmegged. (laughs) Well, that's okay. Moving on, though. So, I've started a new uh, position at work now, Jay. A bit of a secondment, I hear. Uh, There's a, there's a few people have said secondments, by the way. I haven't heard it's it used. It's a corporate word, mate. Yeah, but I haven't heard it used maybe, more than maybe. about once in my life before today. And it's been used twice today. You're the second person. Was it was it other person at work? It was another person so, from work. Technically not a NAB employee, but a contractor of NAB, essentially uh, sort of thing. Yeah, but, yeah, a contractor. But I was very I was very taken back when he said it. I was ready when you said it though, I can tell you that. Well, I've used it the other day because I think it's the right word, John. As a corporate man myself, I, I know that what a secondment is. <laughs> it makes me sound like I'm running off to like Italy or France and going into into the hills for a few weeks. It's, that's, that's sort of the vibe I get when people say secondment. Not not basically just you're going to get more emails and messages from different people oh, exactly. in the same spot. But so, I, I had a good time today. You know, I was uh, met my new boss and such. One thing that I realised we went out for a few drinks and of course yep. the first thing when he said do you want to go for he said so we had a catch up at about 11 and about 11.30 he said oh we could go for drinks after after work tonight and I was like oh fuck yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> of course he he did not realise that like anything if you offer me drinks or like going out to you know have a good time on straight away <laughs> does not know this yet <laughs> what's the show with uh, Jack Bauer a 24 a 24 <laughs> In your mind now it's just 5pm it's just like, it's, it's just a tick Ding 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 It's just a countdown to 5pm now And you might rush a little bit of work in the interim as well Well our work actually didn't finish till about 5.20 today Because uh, we had a meeting with a few people So of course I was roaring at that point I was I was switchy <laughs> I was getting going But so interesting conversation that we were having And they were Some of the people there Who were a little bit more higher up than me They were talking about some of the issues they faced in the workplace and stuff yeah. like that. And listening to this discussion, I didn't really have too much to input because, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit lower down. I've realised all their problems, same fucking problems everyone has. Nobody's special. Nobody's different. Everyone oh, has the same no- issues. Nothing unique has been made in the corporate workforce <laughs> in the last, like, 200 years, John. Not at all. But so, 
that was good. I had a few drinks with them. And one very interesting thing that they also talked about, that Jake, that you've actually mentioned a few times, is with executive assistants, you always have to be really friendly with them. Now, a few of the guys actually pointed this out, that if you're not friendly with the EAs, you are destined to become oh, I'm big the garbage this, man. I'm big on this. You are going to put you. You're going to displace yourself. You're going to get in trouble. You're not going to do well for yourself. If you get an EA or many EAs on your side, you can get things done. No one is more in the know of the business than the EA, and there is a hierarchy inside the EAs as well. But sometimes you can only get in there where you can. Oh, absolutely. But then you can work your way up the EA ladder as well, John. <laughs> then if you get friendly with the CEO's EA. Well, so now my my major takeaway from tonight is I need to find some EAs and start becoming friends with them. Polish up, you know? Get around, make some friends, have some drinks. That's, uh, that's what I'm thinking about at you the know, moment. And it's, it's, it just looks good, right? Like, <laughs> in a weird way. You know, it's like the idea you're like at a restaurant, you're on a date with a, with a lovely lady mm-hmm. and you're very nice to the waiter and stuff. And, you know, you, and your date really appreciates So these little... It would be a red flag if you mean to them. For executives, it's being for nice executives. to their EAs. I hope it's that's like, that's like you being on a date with, like, you know, the, the senior person there. And then the EAs, like, the waiter. <laughs> Any way good. to get up. It's, Any- but it's also just good to be nice to people. Oh, well. of course, of course. But it, it, those two things really stuck out to me tonight. One that was, be nice to the EAs. They're your gateway to heaven. And number two was everybody's the fucking same. Everyone's got the same issues. It's just at different levels they experience those issues. And that made me feel like... Fuck. And if, if I want to round out the vi- advice, mm. you know, to friends of the show, you give them a nice, you know... A little bow on top. Everyone is bluffing in the workplace. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's the CEO. It doesn't matter if it's the person in the call center. It doesn't matter if it's the person in finance or the person in sales... Everyone is slightly bluffing yeah, at their job. It's true. It's very true. And you just bluff enough until you get called out. <laughs> and then that's when your career just uh, stops. No, no, no. When you get called out, you start listing off things that you're important for. And you just got to pull the conversation out long enough that someone interjects and says, okay, we understand. We can move on. Or just re-say what the person before you said. And just but that's, that, that's, uh, that's basic technique. Anyways, fake it till you make it. Be nice to... <laughs> To the staff, everyone, everyone. You should be nice to everyone. And if you think you've got anything <laughs> unique to add to your experience, you don't. <laughs> That's you just to keep the fans, the friends of the show, humble. Keep as well, them then. humble. <laughs> That's all right. Well, oh. Jake, I think it's uh, I think it's that time of the show again. I think it's time for safe bet of the week. Now, last week we had another win, of course. Can you remember what last week's was? Well, so we had a five dollar bet on. Now, I'm completely blanking for it, so this is completely all off the cuff, jabbering on for the moment till I uh, pull up the bets. But So we had Port Adelaide over Carlton at $1.62. $5 bet, good win. $3.10 win. Good, safe, safe, secure. Now, before I put my bet in for this week, I wanted to talk about some Adelaide betting I was doing. Okay. I got a little bit cocky on the weekend. So at about... uh, 3 o'clock on Sunday. AM, PM. PM, PM. PM, okay. There was a bit of a uh, bit of boxing going on. A bit of Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Now, Jake Paul, he, he, I would say he's a bit of an amateur fighter, is what I would call him. And Ben Askren is uh, UFC and, and such like that. So, 
three bets I put on. Ben Askren, win in 20... Uh, sorry, 60 seconds. Well, Outright wrong. win. Wrong. KO, TKO. Wrong. All $5, all lost. Jake Paul won the fight within a minute and 15 seconds or something like that. On a decision after about 15 seconds of the guy being concussed. Mind you as well. Not to say it was a it was an incorrect uh, result, but... Uh, you know, it, it did. It you did can't hurt bet on these kind of, you know, these slight novel, almost novelty. Well, that was very novelty. I, I can tell you, you know, that. novelty fights, Jordan. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, I, I was. And Jack not, Paul looks like a boxer these days. He does look like a boxer, but he's not like professionally trained, or he hasn't done this for all oh, years now. But he didn't do this for years. He hasn't, I was, been, he hasn't been on the bag since no, like, you know eight years old. But I was very surprised. Gym. His win, it was a good win as well. He came in quick and fast. He kept pursuing. And he got very lucky with a few hits there. Very but... smart guy as well, because he's only taking these... Because this looked like it would have been a good fight. Mm. Because it's like an actual ex-fighter. Mm. But there's a big, big difference between a boxer and a martial arts oh, fight. of course. Conor well, McGregor versus the... Mayweather is well, yeah, the, exactly. the classic of that. Everyone's like, all these you know McGregor fans going, Oh, but he's you know, a really good puncher. He's a really good puncher for, like, a UFC. Yeah, but not for a boxing person who dedicates their life to uh, a craft. But that's okay. Yeah, well. So, a bit of a... Bit of a... Bit of a loose bet of the week, you bit know? Loose bet of the week. Incorrect bet of the week. Thank God I did not call it either, because there would have been big losses on that one. But that's okay. Now, this one's for your heart, and your heart only, Jake. $10 stake. Western Bulldogs, this Friday, $1.36 over to the GWS Giants. How do you feel about that one, Jake? Well, we beat the Giants pretty comfortably last time. We're flying as a side, so I, I can't see any problem with that bet at all. Well, uh, so that's why, Jake, we call it safe bet of the week. We haven't had a start this good since they said like 1946, though, so... <laughs> well, don't, don't let me down now. I put you on safe bet of the week. You can't you can't strip the carpet from underneath me now. Maybe, uh, well, that's all right. We'll be fine. <laughs> We don't take. They don't take notice of the safe bet of the week. Oh, they just they, tr- they just try and be the safe bet every week. Of course, <laughs> as long as they try for me, especially because I need those winnings. Yeah. The people need those winnings. The friends of the show need those winnings. <laughs> so there's a new safe. There's a new uh, safety video. What do you call it? Safety video. I don't know what you call it. Oh, it's educational. Video. Educational video. Sexual education Se- video. We call it. That came out. The government just released it. $3.7 million to spend on this campaign. And they don't mention sex once. The action. They, they talk about the action. the action zone. And they talk about milkshakes. And this girl smushes a milkshake in the face. And it's meant to represent Uncons- her raping him. Oh, that's or, unconsensual, unconsensual actions. Uncons- <laughs> Terrible stuff, John. By the way, it only confused. lasted about 10 hours on like government websites before it got pulled down that's got to be some kind of record there well this is also the same uh, people who gave us I think uh, the stoner sloth <laughs> do you remember mm. that old stoner sloth <laughs> that's a blast from the past <laughs> this is yeah, the same government minds behind stoner sloth I believe the, the campaign where if you smoke a joint you turn into a sloth and you can't talk anymore well, we do know a few sloths so <laughs> that's alright <laughs> But 
The other thing I found confusing about this video, John, mm. they talk about this action zone, mm. but then like the action zone video part of the video moves so fast that before I even know what's going on, it's like the action zone, just, and it makes that sound. Yeah, well, Jake, action action moves very fast. It does. You know? It's a fast moving topic, and there's there's lots of rules, regulations all around it. But you've always got to be ready for action. Maybe that's what they need to add to the NFL. They've got like the you got red zone, end zone, action cam, action zone, <laughs> action zone. That's just that's a moving goalpost every time, isn't it? Though, oh. if you want to stay in line with the video, well, the closest thing I think we'll see to like moving goalposts in a sport was do you see that one in uh. It was like a local park where mm. someone's just put the... They put the AFL goals. They put the behind post where the goalpost should be and the goalpost where the behind. So it kind of looks like this uh, parabolic oh, kind of shape. Just beautiful. How bad at your job do you have to be to just well, look at that and leave it there? I, I think that has to be intentional because I don't think there is anyone stupid enough to think that is the correct way to do it. Especially in Australia. Maybe in another country I mean, when they, where they don't play it exclusively. But I don't know though, John. Have you ever seen a? Is there any sport where the goals go larger on the way out? I, I can't. I can't think. Like, what, what, just, what do you call I, Gaelic? Well, because obviously that's more of just like a vertical thing, because it's a soccer goal and then a uh, like a rugby uh, post. But I guess that's that still doesn't really fit the billing. Yeah, but I, I just I just can't fathom someone looking at that and saying that looks. Correct. Well, maybe they did. Maybe how they many, did really well posts, in year nine how maths. Many, how many posts do you reckon it took before they realised they'd done it wrong? No. One? They just put the first one in? No, I reckon they fully installed it. They walked away and someone said like, what the fuck are you doing? Who do you think you are? Is that fireable? <laughs> That's fireable offence. Or, or, a couple of laps around the oval offence. You know, remember at school... If you, you gave a little bit of lip, you do a couple laps. Oh, yeah. That's what he's got to do. He's got to what? You do as many laps as it takes for us to remove the posts and put them back in the correct position. Easy. Done. <laughs> 21st century torture right there. Why aren't you the manager of all workplaces? <laughs> if you are in charge of NAB, you'd have the, fit, the fittest, most disciplined workplace in the... Uh... Oh, I... I'd put them all under the pump, but, uh, you know. Any kind, any kind nice. of risk violation, well, that's two laps of <laughs> yeah. you, You're running around the building today, mate. Well, you know, I have, I have more like an archaic sort of uh, torture technique. You know, some people will be like, oh, I'll message you and like bombard you online. I'm like, we're doing laps. We're gone. The beep test is starting in five minutes. You better get your warm up in. Absolutely. That's the welcome back for my, you know, because it's always one of the first things you do in the year at PE. Yeah. It's like when you come back from uh, your, you know, the annual leave at the start of the year. Your annual leave. You're really getting corporate now. You call it annual leave. The man, yeah, the manager. <laughs> you know, like office close. After office close, first couple of days back, welcome back. Is this the now Christmas time closure? For, after Christmas closure, welcome back. It's time for your big test. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a, a mid year big test, a financial year big test, and keep, keep you on your toes. It's, it's a good thing. See see your progress throughout the year. <laughs> Hopefully not too much because, you know, that means you've been making uh, mistakes because that's when you start running. Well, of course. But, you know, of course we want to see a fit workforce. But uh, I'll, I'll talk to my people. I'll talk to my people because I think that's something interesting to implement. Get the blood flowing in people these days. It's, uh... And probably just one last one for me, John. Yeah. I was scrolling the internet the mm. other day, as I love to do. Got an ad for a Pizza Hut. 
No, okay. not that you even see pizzas around much anymore. Wait, hang on. I got to stop you here. Is this a Team NT thing? Yes. <laughs> so this is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, what do you call it? Topping? It's like sauce. It's a green sauce. I can tell sauce. you exactly what it's called, Jordan. It's a it's a green drizzly sauce that's on the top of it. It looks a bit like Shrek's cum. It's it got does. Radioactive kind of green about it. Nothing about it looks like a healthy sauce. <laughs> What do you reckon? What do you reckon it's called, Jordan? So I did walk past Pizza Hut. All I saw was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the poster, so I'm not sure. But I will guess something along the lines of pizza flavored sauce. It's our try our new Mutagen Ranch. Mutagen Ranch. Okay. So it's a green ranch sauce. Okay. I still don't really know what ranch is, to be honest with you. So, so I've my never thought always ranch is. It's like whatever mayonnaise and onion and you combine them and you like mush them together and then you put like some salt, some pepper and maybe some lemon juice. There you go. You've so you ha- you've had ranch. I've had ranch before. I haven't had green ranch, obviously. Though. Mutagen ranch. <laughs> Mut- ranch. Sorry, mutagen ranch. But um, ranch to me is just like aioli or mayonnaise. Nothing really different. Very simple. Why so. do Americans love it so much? Well, okay. Why do they love the ranch? Why so, is it always about ranch? I remember there was uh, one time I was going to a friend of the show's uh, a Super Bowl party. And um, so I rocked up to his house and we wagged half a day of school for this. Great thing to wag half a day of school for as well. And his, uh, his dad's uh, girlfriend at the time made us a seven layer salad. Seven layer salad. And guess what one of the layers was, Jake? Ranch. It was ranch. Hold on. <laughs> there was a gummy layer as well. Gummy bear or something like that. This Doritos. is real food? This was real fucking food. So there was like... Oh, I only remember like three or four layers. So there was like a Doritos layer. It was like a ranch layer. A gummy layer. And then there was like, I don't know, like meat. There was some sort of meat or something as well. I didn't partake in this. I went for the pizzas and other stuff. But This doesn't sound like, you know... A salad, John. This sounds like devil's food. This, well, is so, like, this is like the stuff... Just eating one bite of this, you should be sent to hell. Well, so in answer to your question, why do Americans like it? Because they can put it in fucking salad. Layered salad. <laughs> Layered salad. Like they're making fucking plaster. <laughs> or, <laughs> or a cake. They're, they're drywalling for us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God bless America. God bless America. I think on that God bless America note, we'll leave it there and we'll... Uh, Bid the uh, friends of the show uh, a farewell. We, we should say to the friends of the show, though, that uh, the beer bracket has had to be delayed. Yes. Some some logistical issues that have happened with the beers. So Cooper's was trying to push to get into the European uh, Super League. And, mm. you know, as uh, the commissioners here, we've had to pull them back and say, you can either go to this European Super League or you can uh, come back to the bracket. Looks like they're coming back to the bracket. And a final, the Friends of the Show entry has uh, has been finalised based on feedback from mm. uh, different social media. Crown Lager is the final seed. Congratulations to Crown Lager, of course. Well deserved as well. One of the one of the great beers of Australia. A true celebratory beer. But we'll see how it goes against Coopers now that Coopers is coming back with its tail between its legs. Well, one thing to just just quickly mention: the European Super League, like it or dislike it, because I've seen the teams. There's like eight um, British teams and then I think it's eight uh, uh, Italian or something like that teams as well do you like it because the main I don't thing, like it I don't, don't like, like it. it I think especially the idea that you get to stay there permanently no matter how shit you are for okay. these starting clubs but everyone who thinks these are good clubs happen, though everyone who thinks it can't possibly happen 
Just look how shit the Premier League looks without these six clubs in there. Well, that's very true. When you're leading club, when you when you got like Burnley and Leeds and Newcastle and between Western. the so that I just off the top of my head, I think it's United, uh, Man, uh, Man City, uh, Chelsea, uh, Tottenham. And then there's uh, two more that escape my mind at the moment. What do you mean? Out of uh, England? Yeah. yeah out Man of England. City, Man United, Arsenal, Arsenal. Liverpool, yeah, Chelsea, tough. Tottenham. So imagine if you took those teams out of like the last 10 years, you'd be dropping about half of the uh, top five every single year. Like that's, that's how impactful they are. Yeah, so they've definitely got like, you know, some heavy hitters. Negotiating room for oh, sure. Course. Because... I, I looked at it, if you don't think it, just Google like, you know, there's like a, just an image going around of all the badges mm. of the remaining teams in the Premier League. And it just looked like, it just looks like a championship league again. <laughs> That's all right. They, these yeah. are very good clubs that are not in the uh, Super League. They can aspire to make their own leagues, just as uh, the Super League has done. Just, <laughs> just like the seven layer salad can be made, you can make your own league. Absolutely. <laughs> On that note... We'll thank the friends of the show for listening. Bye for now. See you soon.